the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he and you are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. Well, I don't know about you, but man, oh man, what a weekend, huh? Man, uh, I don't know what you did your weekend, but Miss um, Black and I, we drove to Arkansas, beautiful state of Arkansas, and we were blessed uh, because we got a chance to participate with uh, some incredible folk. We call them Team 225. Uh, you know, in what I do, you know, I do this radio show daily. Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can listen to it by, uh, you know, you can live stream anywhere in the world with freedom1570.com. But I also do a, a bi-weekly podcast where I do some story time with Mr. Black on Mondays uh, and then a full-blown podcast, kind of like a, a Like It Matters radio show on Thursday. I also do daily wayofwarrior.blog where I send out the word of God to leaders all over the world. And uh, talk about how to implement this, what does it mean, and what does this say about the calling on our lives. But all that comes from my primary thing I do. And the primary thing I do, I'm a leadership trainer. Uh, I am a, uh, um, a student of people. I am a pattern seer. My, I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. My disciplines are transactional analysis, uh, multiple intelligences, logotherapy, constant never-ending improvement, canine, uh, emotional intelligence, and, and I'm a man of God first and foremost. I eat scripture. I love the word of God. I love God. I'm in love with God. Uh, and so I bring a unique eclectic set to people. I take all the avenues, biology, psychology, philosophy, theology, uh, the science of the mind, the, the, the science of, of behavior, uh, and I put it all together and I wrap it in the, the standard of truth, which is the Word of God. And I'm going to tell you right now, for those that don't know it, America's in a mess. Yeah, we are a mess. And the mess is getting worse. And this has nothing to do with who you vote for. Stop picking teams. Get off the tribal mentality, the gang mentality, the Crips and the Bloods, the Red and the Blue, uh, anti-Trump, pro-Trump. You know, those are just issues. Those are called deflections. Those are called things that, you know, shiny objects. Squirrel, look, oh, what, Uh uh-uh. That's what those are. Those are distractions. A magician would call it sleight of hand. In NLP, uh, with uh, language patterns, we call it sleight of mouth. But in America, 
there's something going on, and it ain't good. I don't care what party you affiliate with. Uh, even if you don't follow after the God of the Bible, and you follow after the God of yourself, you got to realize something's not right. It's a mess. Uh, just one of many articles uh, in today's paper. In fact, just to look at one of my news feeds, you ready for this? Uh, uh, mostly single male illegal Ill immigrants being bused to Louisiana cities without advance notice. Now, if you look at all these illegal immigrants, all the crime, all it's for the males, young males. They're the ones committing crimes. They're the ones raping people. They're the ones killing people. They're the ones robbing people. They're the ones, and these are single, and they're being without notice, bust all over that red state of uh, Louisiana. You know, it's really important because we got to turn red to blue. You know that. Uh, campground that kicked out cop over thin blue line flag accused of protecting peeping toms. It's, it's one thing to support cops. We can't stand for that. But to be a peeping tom, a pervert, preying on little children, no big deal, right? How about this one? Report lieutenant governor who wants to be governor has business relationship with man who advocates killing cops. Nothing wrong with that if you're a Democrat, right? Nothing at all. How about this in North Carolina? Five people murdered, including sheriff's deputy. Second officer shot and actually wound up, I think I read, two cops have been killed. Uh, how about this one? College assistant. Of course, this is a black person. College te teaching assistant keeps job despite calling for white people to die. <gasps> white people to die to make black communities safe. And how about this one? This one ripped my heart out. Ready for this one? Two teens arrested in brutal beating of girl 10 who they lured to their home pretending to want to play. So this is in Tennessee. According to reports, a 10-year-old girl was lured over to her home by her teenage neighbors under the false pretense of wanting to play with her. However, the girl was instead beaten and held captive for five hours, with the teen's mother filming her daughters beating the young girl. While the two teenager juveniles have been arrested, the mother who's this beautiful Hispanic woman, is free. What? She filmed it. She's laughing in the video. She's watching her teenage daughters abuse, beat, bloody uh, a girl over five hours. So on July 19th, 10-year-old Callie came home to her mother, Brittany, covered in blood and severely beaten. Uh, uh, according to a Facebook post, the girl's mother shared days after the incident. God, uh, Callie's mother shared the details of her daughter's traumatic experience, which reads like a nightmare. That morning, Kali's so-called friends knocked on her door and asked if she could come play. This was something they did every single day for six months. We are also their neighbors. As soon as she walked in the apartment, she had realized something was wrong. From 7.30 a.m. till 12.30, my daughter Kali was held hostage in their pantry, dragged to multiple rooms, and beaten. She had been struck all over her face, head, body, by their fists, and multiple objects by multiple teenagers. Callie was sprayed with bleach and humiliated. What's most disturbing about the account was what happened to the 10-year-old girl was that the teenager suspects behind the brutal attack were not alone in their home. The mother was there filming the incident. The acts were all recorded by the mother who did nothing to stop it. Multiple videos of the assault were shared to social media Snapchat, TikTok, they made Callie clean up her own blood afterwards and then taunted her on the video about bleeding on them. And again, I want you to know, the mother uh, was never arrested. But this goes on to another one I saw a couple of months ago. Uh, three black people uh, beat up a uh, 19-year-old, 
a 35-year-old and an 18-year-old, they, what they did is they beat up a young man because he was gay. Now, they're black, and they beat this kid. They carved gay in his head um, and uh, mocked him. Again, uh, post on video. People are proud of this. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to wake up. Something's going on here. And if we're going to change this country, we got to change the individuals. And that's what I do. I create an environment. And today you're going to hear from a graduate from a class that I just went on. This graduate's got a pretty good life. Doing well, business owner, got a beautiful wife, beautiful children, walks with God, successful business, good-looking guy, everything in place. It's not like he's out there beating up on 10-year-old kids. But what I do is I create an environment for everybody, no matter where they're at, no matter what the color of their skin, no matter what their socioeconomic background, to live and examine life, to dig deep inside. Because if you're not living and examine life, then you're not on course. And if you're not on course, you're just an earth dweller. We were created with purpose. We were created to make an impact. We were created to make a difference. The key to leadership is get outside of ourselves. Dr. Covey used to talk about beginning with the end in mind. It's one of the seven, highly, uh, seven habits of highly effective people. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to live and examine life. Our country's going in the wrong direction. I don't care what political party you belong to. Quit winning. Quit thinking about winning and losing. Quit hating on Trump so much that you're willing to see this country destroyed just because you've been programmed to hate Donald Trump, who everybody loved before he became president, and then the media had to trash him, destroy him because he was a Republican. I honestly wish that Donald Trump was a Democrat. That way we wouldn't be in this mess. So then the media would love him, then everything would be okay, and we wouldn't be in an all-out war against God in this country. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to show you the power and the future of living and examine life. I am black, and we'll be right back. The crisis is only deepening. Truth Therapy. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. It's with deep gratitude we say thank you for your support of the Here to Help campaign. This past week, we raised over $28,000 to support the life-changing programs offered by the Salvation Army. 
Your donation is already at work right here in the Twin Cities, providing rent assistance, emergency shelters, supportive housing programs, and more. Because of your generosity, families can regain stability and remain in their homes. Those who are currently homeless are getting the hand up that they need as well. Thanks again to Geritom Medical. And most of all, thank you. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the examined life. You know, I think it was Plato, it is Plato, that said, for the unexamined life is not worth living. And I did some quotes, searching for some quotes on the examined life. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, one of my great Christian brothers, uh, thorough examination will do the healthy no harm. And it may bless the sick. Uh, Andrew Clavin said the unexamined life is not worth living, but the unlived life is not worth examining. And then you know what? A lot of the quotes that came in under the examined life were ones mocking it. Here's one from Iyas Kassam. An over-examination of life can deter you from life itself. Isn't that member? It's just fascinating. The unexamined life is not worth living, but the unlived life is not worth examining. I think it's right there. And by the way, just so you know, the Bible tells us all throughout Scripture, all throughout Scripture, uh, to live and examine life. To Paul tells us to examine ourselves to see if we're even in the faith. Lamentations tells us to let it, let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. Uh, Galatians says, but each one must examine his own work, and then he will have reason for boasting in regard to himself alone and not regard to another. Uh, John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, Job, I mean Job, how many are my iniquities and sins? Make known to me my rebellion and my sin. And throughout the Bible, it's revealed to me. Search my heart, Lord. Revealed to me. And yet we live a life where we think we're so good. We live a life comparing ourselves to everybody else. We live a life, even some of us as Christians, wanting to look pretty in the world's eyes. And one thing I learned a long time ago from Dr. Covey, one of the seven habits of highly effective people is begin with the end in mind. 
if you look at your life from the grave, if you look at your life from the end, it looks a lot different than looking at today where you're never going to die, you're never going to get sick, you're always going to have a beautiful wife, you're always going to be able to make love, you're always going to have healthy kids, you're always going to have a successful business, you're always going to look good, you're always going to have both arms and legs, you always, I mean, right? I mean, when did Jesus say that the end of the days will be like the days of Noah, where people are just marrying and giving themselves off and having fun and doing everything else, and then one day, Noah entered the ark, and then soon after, God closed the door of the ark. But people were in revelry. People were having fun. People were partying. People were making plans. People were going goal-setting seminars. People were going to premarital counseling. People were going to 401k workshops. You got my point? But God was bringing it to an end. There's a story in the Bible where a guy says, I got everything I need. I'm going to go ahead and build bigger barns and retire and rest for the rest of my life. And God says, you fool. For tonight, I will request your spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to live and examine life. You know why? Because at some point in life, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And the Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. So enough of me. Let's go to the phone lines, and let's welcome a recently uh, Examine Life participant, uh, one of my good friends now, a brother in Christ, a gentleman who uh, spent the weekend with me as part of Team 225. Let's welcome Mr. Young from Arkansas. Mr. Young, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing good. I, I have a, a little bit of a raspy voice here, but I'm, I'm excited to be here with you today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, your wife's sending me monthly checks for that. Just want you to know that. She goes, just if you could take away his yeah, voice I'm about sure. every six to eight weeks. No, just kidding. Just kidding. By the way, beautiful wife. I love your wife. Beautiful wife. Beautiful family. You know, God has blessed you, Justin. You know that, right? Yes, sir. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. So now you're you're part of a church, uh, city church, uh, right there. What is it in Conway? Yes, sir. In Conway, Arkansas. Um, Yep, I've got a wife and three kiddos with one more coming. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, hey, and, you know, your senior pastor, uh, Joey, and your uh, worship leader, Lane, they went to my training about four months ago, uh, came back, and, uh, I mean, did you notice anything different about them when they came back? Did you Were you aware that they went to my training and then came back? Yeah, uh, other than uh, their lack of voice, um, you know, it's... <laughs> There's a, there's a certain ability to, uh, to speak with authority that, that I didn't see beforehand, um, at least as boldly. And so uh, it's def- definitely a big difference. Well, awesome. And then they wanted to see if we could come out to Arkansas, and they uh, enticed a couple of their, uh, their members, their elders, their leaders, if you will, in the church to attend. And, and when you were asked to attend or given the opportunity to attend, what did they tell you? I mean, what, what did they tell you about the class, what you'd be going to? What, what, what did you think going into it? What were you told? Well, I was told that uh, it would be one of the most life-changing experiences of your life. And uh, that was about all I was told. And uh, being trying to be my own little G God in my world, I uh, didn't like that thought of not knowing <laughs> what was coming, not being able to plan and control it. And so I, I was honestly kind of had a little bit of a, a bad attitude coming into it, to be frank. No. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't see it at all, but yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, now you're pretty successful, right? You're a business owner, correct? Yeah, not an owner, but I do. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in business. I'm director of marketing okay. for a car wash chain here okay. in Arkansas. Okay, I'm sorry. My apologies. I don't know. Um, again, we don't know not much about you before class. All we know is about you in class. You know that we, uh, you know, we're not like the devil's always wrapped up in the past. You know, we're living in a world that's right. being run by the Antichrist because, I mean, we're worried about what happened in 1619 and what happened in 1776 and what happened in 1801 and what happened 100 years ago, what happened 39 years ago, what happened 22 years ago. Uh, and you know, brother, as well as I do, that the devil is the accused of the brethren. The devil is always wrapped up in our past. Uh, and yet God tells us to have hope. God tells us we have a future. God says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope in the future. God says, I prepared for you in advance good works for you to walk through because you are my masterpiece. And so God is a God of future. God is a God of new beginnings. God is a God of hope. And yet we live in a country that is all so wrapped up in everything behind us, all the stuff in the past. Uh, and so, you know, we bring our past with us. And our past does shape us, but our past does not have to define us. And I think that's what a lot of people have allowed to take place. And so you went into it thinking this, being told this is going to be this great class, and you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm not bad myself, right? And so so here you are. You show up to class with uh, some people you know, right? You knew most of those people in class, correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I did. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Good point. You thought you did. Uh, and so yeah. tell me, so when the thing got started, a few minutes into it, what's going through your head? What are you thinking to yourself? Uh, you know, I was I was confronted with the reality of uh, me not being in control very quickly in your class. Yep. And uh, so I, I think really it was just I was I was mad because you immediately – pointed out some things in my heart and my life that I don't know how you knew it, but you did that uh, we're just sitting on the throne of my heart. And uh, it was, it was hindering me from experiencing what I want, what I thought I wanted. And yeah. I, I had to get it pointed out. And, you know, when you get called out on something initially, uh, if you're not in a, a super healthy spot, you go to defense. And so yep. I deflected and, and, kind of battled at first until I, I, yep. I gave in to the process. Yep. Well, you said something really neat, uh, and, and I get it because I use this quote all the time. I don't know if you've heard me say it or you just said it, which is either way is cool. But I say all the time, in that training, I play little G God. Uh, and I emphasize, you and I both emphasize the little G because we know who big G God is. And it sure ain't you yeah. and I. Uh, it's not our wives. It's not our kids. It's not our business. It's not our church. Uh, it is Jehovah. Uh, is Yahweh. It is uh, Yeshua. Uh, that is uh, our big G God. And so, yeah, but in that class, I do control it. And I told you, I don't even like to teach that class. I love the outcome, but because I, I don't yeah. like confrontation. Uh, and there was two of you, you and another person that I had to tag right off the bat. I don't like that. It's uncomfortable. And buddy, you you become like one of my buddies from the class. I mean, you've, yeah. you, uh, you know, I hit you hard early on, but you responded well. It knocked you off a little bit. Uh, and, and it got in your crawl a little bit, but you didn't let it stop you, didn't, didn't let it dissuade you, uh, and, and you overcame. Uh, and uh, I'm just proud of you. I want you to hear that. I'm proud of you uh, that you allowed your ego to be adjusted, 
that you allowed yeah. uh, what you look like uh, to be affected so that you could humble yourself. And so I want you to know it's a great, great, great thing that you did. Uh, what have you noticed this week different about you? we got about a minute before we go to hard break, and I'm going to keep you over. But real quick, what have you noticed different about yourself in the last couple of days? Uh, just the utmost clarity, confidence, boldness. Um, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and, and where I'm supposed to be going. And honestly, i got a really b- big sense of urgency to get there. I'm not worried about what I look like anymore. Uh, the Lord looks at the heart, and I was just looking at all my earthly, what I could build up. And so uh, it might not look pretty like I want it to, but I know exactly what I'm called to do. And, and just having that clarity, you just, when you know, you say this, but when you know who you are, it's easy to go where you're trying to go, you know? So I I just have a lot of clarity, a lot of boldness. And it shows you how good God is. The message, you know, I I was blessed to stay overnight. I went to church with you guys. It was great seeing you at church, at City Church. And uh, and can you believe the message? Now, here's a guy leaving your church to go start his own church, a church plant. And were you stunned by how uh, uh, congruent, the congruent, the message that God put on church Sunday morning with the message that you lived for the last two and a half days was that amazing. Yeah, I mean, God does that. Just smacks us in the face oh, over and over incredible. with incredible. sometimes. Incredible. Absolutely. Hey, we're getting ready to go to a hard break, brother. Stay on the line, please. I got some more questions for you. Uh, today, we are talking about the Examine Life, and I'm talking to a recent graduate of Team 225. I am black, and we'll be right back. Amen. construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Family owned and operated since 1985, Air Mechanical leads the Twin Cities and surrounding areas in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical has your back 24 7, 365 days a year. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Okay, folks, it's time to turn screen time into dream time, vision boards into action plans, and some days into todays. Minnesota is home to more than 10,000 lakes, 130 waterfalls, 22 registered scenic byways, and two designated dark sky sanctuaries. It's a place where Prince reigns king and dining is divine. So whether you're looking for the northern lights or city lights, Monet or Chardonnay, find your true north only in Minnesota. ExploreMinnesota.com. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. 
take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if you're just now tuning in, you've missed half the show. What have you been, man? Punctuality. Punctuality is an issue of respect. And because of those people who sometimes are late, we want you to know we took care of it for you. John, within 30 minutes of this show being over, will post on likeitmattersradio.com this entire broadcast so you can listen to it in podcast form at your own leisure. But today we're talking about changing lives. And the only proper way that you can truly change your life is, first of all, to examine your life. And in Leadership Awakening, my two-and-a-half-day intensive that you can read about at likeitmatters.net, I just took a group of 11 men, very rarely ever all men. I don't don't know how many all-male classes I've had. I guarantee I haven't had more than 10 of the 1,500 classes I've done. I I would say no more than 10 all-male classes. And this happened to be an all-male class except for my wife and my assistant. Yeah, yeah, we had two women who were my assistants and the rest of it. There was a lot of testosterone in that room. And speaking of testosterone, let's welcome our guest uh, back on the radio. Welcome, Justin. I appreciate you being here, brother. Hey, glad to be here. And I mean that with all the love in the world. You got a lot of testosterone, brother. But, uh, you know, so do I. Uh, And, you know, the cool thing is you and I both are willing to uh, sublime it to the Holy Spirit, are willing to lay it down uh, to the Holy Spirit. But, you know, you're a successful guy. You go to training. You you push yourself. You're in physical shape. You're in financial shape. You're a good-looking guy, good-looking family. I mean, the outside, uh, Justin, it looks like you have everything anybody could ever want. Um, tell me, what were some of the surprises that you learned in Leadership Awakening? You're, you, you know yourself pretty well. What surprised you in the class? Uh, what surprised me is that I don't know. I did not know myself very well up until oh, this, this course. And so, um, yeah, there, there's a lot that I could go into, but I think at the root of it for me was I was, I was just wrapped up in how I looked uh, mm-hmm. to the outside world and – uh, we know that according to scripture that uh, God looks at our heart and he doesn't he doesn't care about how many four wheelers I have out on my farm and uh, yeah. how beautiful my family is. And uh, the, the Christian life on the narrow path can look really messy sometimes. And, and that's OK. And so yep. that, that was my biggest takeaway from it all. Um, that's life. changing. That's transformational. You, know, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the testosterone. It was a really big deal for me 
to realize how powerful uh, the emotion of anger was in my life. Uh, and yeah. in the past, it's been really destructive. And I, I think that, you know, I believe that there is such thing as righteous anger and that if, yep. if that anger is channeled properly on, on purpose for God, uh, it can be really motivating for me to, to be a warrior. And so that was a really big, it really redeemed that part of, of my of my heart. Well, that's those are such great points, and you know me, uh, I I know a lot of knowledge. There's a earthly knowledge, but I always go back to scripture. And you know that as well now from being around me. Because if I can't support it with scripture, then it's just opinion. And you and I both know. I love this saying that there's not a single book in that Bible called opinion. Uh, there's no book of opinion in the Bible. But you know, you go back to scripture, and it was when uh, what was it, Nathan? I think it was Nathan the one that anointed King David when uh, he was sent over. Uh, to the house to to pick out the new king, uh, and he saw the tallest son, you know son of uh, Joseph, right? Or or, or not? Uh, yeah, and and said, no, 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 it's not the ones that you guys judge. See, God judges different. You're looking at the tallest guy. Just look at Saul. Saul was the tallest guy. He stood above everybody else, and so they go, we want him as our leader. And Saul messed it all up. And God told us when they picked David, the youngest, the little shepherd out in the field, that God sees the heart. He doesn't judge men like men judge men. He judges by the heart. Uh, and, and you talked about that anger. There's a lot of anger in this country, a lot of anger in this world. That's why I started, I don't know if you heard the first segment, talked about how teenagers are abusing a 10-year-old kid, how uh, people are just abusing each other, the anger, the hatred, the bitterness, the uh, critical race theory, the all black people are victims and all white people are persecutors and America is a terrible country and Christians are the biggest threat to democracy. I mean, the the anger out there is big and it, it is encompassing. And you weren't aware that you had so much anger driving you that was uh, that was kind of hidden from you? Oh, well, I knew, I knew I had anger uh, in my life, um, but what I didn't know is is that God wanted to redeem that and, and use it as as fuel to to advance His kingdom? And I know that's a that's a, a hard line to walk in people's minds, but all that this did was well up a warrior spirit in my heart for truth and an urgency that I I have to get it out. And it doesn't mean we don't be gentle. I think you said that gentleness isn't isn't a lack of strength, right? It's yep. it is proper strength applied with wisdom and grace. Yep. And so yep. I think it just helped yep. me channel that and yep. be able to do it right. Oh, absolutely. And you know, a warrior, a warrior, you, you got to be able to fight the good fight, but you also got to be able to stop and flip the other side. That's why we have a great example in Christ, right? Uh, we have the we have the lion and the lamb. So many people are just preaching about the lamb. Uh, and so the soft yeah. little cuddly Jesus, that's a stuffed animal that loves you no matter what you do, that you don't really have to change, that he's going to love you no matter what, and you can do anything you want at any time, and he's still going to love you no matter what. And man, that is half a gospel. That is, uh, yeah. we're sending people to hell comfortably. Uh, at least they're not yeah. angry, but they're comfortably going to hell. Uh, and so, yeah, my class, I call my fi- class a fiery furnace, you know, because we put you through the fire. We we basically burn off, you know, the dross. They took put expensive, priceless uh, metals uh, in the fiery furnace. They melt it down, not to be mean to it, not to be harsh to it but because it has attached to it something of no value, which is called dross. And so you melt it down and press intense pressure, intense heat, and you melt it down. And sole purpose is to separate that which has no value from that which has great value. 
And uh, I think that's really what happened to you this weekend. God burned off some of the stuff that had no value so that you could have more of that which has great value. You, you think that's a fair statement? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we live in a country that's plagued by the by the spirit of offense, right? And, yep, and truth yep. is offensive. And it, it hits people right in the face, right, where they don't want to be hit with it. Um, but it's real, and it, 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 I was confronted with truth, and that's why it made me mad. Uh, if yeah. I was confronted with a lie and I was confident that you weren't right about what you're seeing in me, then that's yep. a different story. But I knew it was true. Amen. Amen. And see what happens when we all process three ways. We're visual, auditory, kinesthetic. And I teach the learning styles. And wow. I did not realize until after class how visual you are. I mean, to see you, to see your wife, to see your kids, everything's beautiful. You are so visually gifted where you put together great little slogans and you're putting together mission statements for your team members. And you said, if you need anything to look pretty, look visually, you do that. So that is your gifting. But what happened, anytime our strength becomes, you know, we use it to to a fault, it becomes a weakness. And I think that's what happened. You got so wrapped up. Uh, in making sure everything looked just the right way, and that it was becoming kind of fake. And it was, and that's not what God is. God was known as the man of sorrow, Jesus, the man of sorrows, familiar with grief. Uh, G- the Bible says that nothing stood out about Jesus. Matter of fact, remember when Judas went to the garden to betray him, he had to kiss Jesus to show the different that who it was i mean jesus didn't stand out at all he wasn't pretty to look at he didn't have any features that made you go wow i need to look at this guy none of that and so we have so many examples of how be careful that you know and even look at what i think it was first john 250 i think it is where the three great sins you know what is it um, lust of the eyes lust of the flesh and the pride of life those three thing right there and lust of the eyes how pretty things look. And the original sin, I got to believe the the apple that Eve ate had to be so beautiful, so enticing. And she could eat from anything else, but not that one beautiful, delicious. It probably smelled so incredible as well. And have anything you want, just leave that pretty one alone. And what did we have to do? We had to mess with the pretty one. What do you think right now, Justin, if you had to pinpoint something, what's the, what's the greatest benefit? You spent 48 hours with me, and our lives together are just beginning. You know that, brother. But you spent 48 hours with me. What's the biggest takeaway you got from Leadership Awakening? Um, you know, if, you, if, if, you've ever, if you've never written your own eulogy, you should do it. Um, Amen. Because as I, as I did that, I, I looked up and I realized that I'm – that it is incongruent with the lifestyle I'm living, right? It's incongruent with what's reality in my life. And, and so when that, that, that hit me. And so I realized what I was really living for and that was myself. And at the end of the day, we're all going to die. You said, you know, planes crash and people die. And if you're a a believer, then you, you know, that that either means just like a parable in Luke 16, he, he was either, you know, the poor man was sent to the angels alongside Abraham and the rich man, uh, in Hades to torment. And so there's two options and I want, uh, the first option, you know, I want to live a life that, that leads to that first option. I want my family to do that. And so the lives of my kids are at stake, the eternities of my kids are at stake, my wife. And so that's what fired me up. 
Hey, man, and you're so fired up. You put together another class for us to come out of Arkansas. You got eight women lined up. You had eight men before. Now we have eight women. And so I just want you to know, Justin, I'm excited about what God has for us together. And you and I are fellow brothers. We're warriors. You're the good-looking one. I'm the I'm the ugly stepchild. But that's okay. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Uh, you, you, I, I make you look good, brother. I make you look good. You know, you should uh, you should reward me for that. You know, so uh, I appreciate you. So- I appreciate you so much, brother, and uh, God bless you, and I'm looking forward to what God's going to have us together. Right, my friend? Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk soon, brother. Bye-bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to live and examine life, and the way to do that is reach out to me at likeitmatters.net. I am black, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. You depend on our lineup of talk hosts each day. Now you have the chance to meet one of them, announcing the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We'll fly you and a guest on a three-night stay to meet your favorite radio host. You can meet Dinesh D'Souza, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, or Dennis Prager. Enter once per day at freedom1570.com slash talker. The Terrific Talkers VIP experience brought to you by Morris Law Group. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. In the current Democratic Party, if you're not in one way or another a victim of something about our, from our society, you lose ground. Amen, Brett. Amen. I am black, and you are back to Like It Matters Radio. Today, we're talking about living and examining life. In America, we need to examine ourselves. You gotta, you gotta express yourself, you know, because man, we are screwed up. People, shake it off. Wake up, woke people. Wake up, because it is getting. And I'll tell you why. No one wants to admit it. But first of all, let me give you a quote from Dr. King's "I Have a Dream" speech. This is from his speech that all of you love so much. You love it so much because you don't know what it says. If you knew what it said and knew that he loved Jesus and knew that he walked with God and knew that he didn't believe that black people are special, that they deserve special treatment, he wanted black people to be treated equally like everybody else to what? get rid of the focus on skin color. And he's fighting the good fight about getting people off this this box of race. But here's what Dr. King said in a speech for those that actually care to listen to the words, not just to glorify something you think he said. It says this, quote, But there is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. They have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone. Amen. And let me read you now what, this is from the Washington Times, July 1. Biden's 2020 margins came from atheist agnostics. Trump's white evangelical backed rose. So, quote, people who don't believe in God gave President Biden the winning edge in the 2020 popular vote, a Pew Research study released this week revealed. Mr. Biden, often billed by the press as, quote, a very devout Roman Catholic, won 53% of the religiously unaffiliated. So people that aren't affiliated with any religion, 53% of them uh, voted for Joe Biden. By the way, that's up from 41% who backed Hillary Clinton. So 12% of more people who hate God love Joe Biden than loved Hillary Clinton. Only 14% of the nuns 
no religious affiliation, only 14% of the nuns voted for Mr. Trump. (gasps) Did you hear that? Not even 15% of those that don't believe in God voted for Trump. The group said, in addition, Mr. Biden won 39% of the white Catholic vote. So all you white Catholics out there, thanks for the mess we're in. You voted for a man who hates our God, who mocks our faith, but you voted for him anyways because you hate our God too and mock your faith as well. A group went to Mr. Trump, overall 59%, by the way, white Catholic vote, 59% went to Trump, who's not Catholic, versus 39% went to Biden, who is Catholic. Catholics were solemnly behind, uh, I'm sorry, Hispanic Catholics were solemnly, uh, solemnly behind Mr. Biden at 71%. Can you believe that? 71% of brown Catholics voted for Joe Biden, 44% more than Mr. Trump's 27% in that group. White evangelical voters, a key constituency for Mr. Trump, gave him 81% of their vote in 2020, up four points from 2016. Mr. Biden received only 17%. So it's flipped. The same group of people who hate God, who want nothing to do with God, the large majority of them voted for for Joe Biden, and only 14% voted for Donald Trump. And here, white evangelicals, 81% voted for Donald Trump, and only 17% of white evangelical voters voted for Biden. Now you know why. Do you know who Joe Biden believes is the number one threat to America? White evangelicals. It says right here, this is a great quote, listen to this. Without such broad support for Trump among white evangelicals, Biden would have beaten him by more than 20 points, even without the millions of fake mail-in ballots. The Pew survey reported. Conversely, the group said, without the religiously unaffiliated, without the God-haters, Trump would have had a nine-point popular vote margin over Biden. So this is on us, people. This is on us. The hateful, the bitter, the ones who hate God are running this country. It's very clear. If you do something before next show tomorrow morning, I'm going to ask you to rent, to pick up, whatever it is, to stream Ghostbusters 2. Look at Ghostbusters 2. Just look at the beginning of the movie, although it's a good movie. Not as good as one, but it's a good movie nonetheless. But you remember, as they're coming out, people in New York City, they're attacking each other, yelling at each other, horns honking. You see all this anger, all this bitterness, all this stuff going on. And then you see ooze. You see ooze coming out of the sewers. You see ooze. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what's going on right now. And I want you to know, there's a lot of anger, a lot of hatred. In my class over the weekend, uh, we're not a Christian organization. I'm a Christian. I'm a leader. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. We had 11 people in class. Uh, Eight of them uh, were committed Christians, or at least said they were committed. Um, One of them was a rocket scientist or a guy who we just worked with NASA. 17 years, been in bitterness. His wife cheated on him, screwed him over, uh, turned his daughter against him. His daughter won't talk to him, banned him from any contact, hasn't seen his granddaughter, uh, his daughter's child, which is his grandchild. I think it's a daughter. None of that. On depression, been to all kinds of counseling. Nothing's ever worked. He's at his wit's ends. It's no more. Nothing's going to work. 
and then a good friend of his, Mike Sino from California, who used to coach uh, soccer, I guess, to coach a team that his kid's daughter was in. They've had a relationship for years. He was talking to him, and Mike said, you know, you should go see Mr. Black. You know, 48 hours will change your life. And he's like, nah, skeptically, because I'm a skeptic, you know, and all this. And he's not a believer in God. And so I talked to the guy on the phone. He's an opposite name of mine. My name is Black. His name is White. And we laughed about that. Same age. I think I'm uh, he's six months older than me. Maybe I'm six months older than him. So uh, he goes to class. He's not a Christian. And yet I talk, you know, God comes at me a lot. Not intentionally. I have to apologize to people from the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. And this guy got it. This guy left here with a smile on his face. This guy left there forgiving. This guy re- realized that he was the problem, that he wasn't letting go. He was angry and bitter, that it was his resentment. Yeah, his wife did wrong. Yeah, his wife turned his daughter again. All that's all true. doesn't change anything. He can't change anything about his wife. He can't change anything about his daughter, just like you can either. But what we can do is we can change ourselves. And that's what he decided. I taught him how his mind works. I taught him how his wife might have hurt him, cheated on him, did all kinds of things. But once she got out of his life, that he took over. And that bitterness and that hatefulness and that resentment that's brewing in him, that's stewing in him, that's making him sick, that's making him not detach. He has no friends. He kept everybody at distance. And now he goes through this training. And boy, he had to put up with a God talk and just push away. He didn't, was never offended. But he got it. I taught him how his mind works. I taught him to engage his heart. I helped him clean up some of his past. And here's a man, 55, almost 56 years old, is born again. He, no, he didn't find God. He, I think he's a child of God. We planted some seeds. And if he's a child of God, then they'll sprout somewhere else. You know, God's the only one that does the increase. Some of us water, some of us plant, some of us prune, some of us harvest. But only God does the increase. And so I'm so proud of Mr. White. He left there glowing. He, he left there in a new place. And we're putting a plan together for him to reconnect to his daughter. And we're putting a plan in place for him to hopefully at some point reconnect for the first time with his granddaughter. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have hope. I don't care how bad things are. I don't care how negative things are. I don't care how bitter things are. Go to likeitmatters.net. I can help you start over. I can help you with a brand new beginning. I can help you feel 20 years younger. I can help you let go of the bitterness, the hatred, and the, and the bitterness of the past. But I just got one question for you. What do you want? You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Deep gratitude, we say thank you for your support of the Here to Help campaign. This past week, we raised over $28,000 to support the life-changing programs offered by the Salvation Army. Your donation is already at work right here in the Twin Cities, providing rent assistance, emergency shelters, supportive housing programs, and more. Because of your generosity, families can regain stability and remain in their homes. Those who are currently homeless are getting the hand up that they need as well. Thanks again to Geritom Medical. And most of all, thank you. Get that 
Ringing liberty and truth. 